Blog Talk Radio.
name of Amun is supreme, the all-powerful, the one and only true Lord. And I mean, we trust. As the Republican mentalist, the real 144,000 is being gathered in this day and time. Mentalists, the Amun race, the bright race. Good evening, I'm your host, the intellectual Nubian Minkares. This is Mentalect Radio. And tonight, tonight we're going to be discussing evil people. Why are they evil people? Who are the first evil people? And what is evil? Evil is the incomplete state of the other side, which is good in the three-dimensional realm. I'm going to say it again. Evil is the incomplete side of good in the three-dimensional realm. You'll have certain people here who are balanced out with good and evil, right? So balanced out that you can actually see the difference in behavior. And that's not good. Why do I say that? Because you're not supposed to see, or when you get to a point where good and evil are no longer um, described or, you know, uh, considered those terms good and evil, like positive and negative, when those two energies are able to mesh in with one another, that represents a state of perfection. You see, when they are opposing, you start opposing them by what? Emotion. You start opposing or making them polar opposites by way of emotion because you don't have the proper mindset to make a correct decision on what is good and what is evil. Because if you really did, then there would be no good and evil anymore because whatever acts you do would be based in logic and rational thinking. And if you were able to judge like that, then that means all your actions are righteous. They're right and exact. You see, if I have to go out here to kill someone, Right. I'm just using murder as a, you know, as an example of what I mean. If I have to go out here and kill someone, right, that's a bad thing. If I have to go out here and kill someone because that person is coming to protect my family, then that is a good thing. Right. Because this person is going to harm my family. So what I did was a righteous act. But someone will say that the act, you still killed somebody, you still murdered somebody, but somebody. Right. When a police officer shoots his gun to kill someone, he's doing it to protect himself. Sometimes. Right. Or they when when they shoot their gun and kill somebody and their life wasn't in danger, that was based on emotion. That wasn't based on logic of why they killed somebody. You see what I'm saying? It wasn't based on a logical fear that this person was gonna harm them. They shot the person. Or should I say it wasn't based on a logical thing to um, protect themselves because it is logical for you to protect yourself. You should not be a victim for anyone. That's logical. And if you have to kill someone to protect yourself, then that's logical. It is illogical to allow people to abuse you and, you know, threaten your life, threaten the lives of your family. That's illogical. That is illogical for you not to murder those people. Destroy those people. You see, like I said, in slavery, in slavery, black people were at their most illogical mindset. They were in their most illogical mindset during slavery. They were. 
they were in their most illogical mindset during slavery. Why do I say that? Because how is it that you allow people to whip you, beat you, kill you, rape your women, sell your children, and you not murder them, and you not wipe these people out? And, I mean, if that was the mindset collectively, logically, and not emotional, see, because emotion made them not do it. That emotion being fear, that emotion being, um, you know, uh, uh, guilt, right, that made them not do that to these people. But meanwhile, these people got no problem doing it to you. You allow these people to destroy your families, destroy your, destroy you, rape your women, your children, use the men, sell your families off, just be just be the worst worst thing on earth. And why? Because our people were not acting together in concert and they were not acting logically and rationally. See, when you are acting in concert logically and rationally to protect yourselves, to defend your right to live in the world like anybody else would because white people, I'm going to show you how they are. They'll sit up here and some of them won't look at slavery or justify slavery or say that the black people should have wiped out all the white people who were indulging in slavery and racism to keep them from being free people and living their lives. Like these white people were able to do, these Caucasians were able to do. They should have wiped out their slave masters, killed everybody they can get their hands on, women, children, everything. See, because they would understand it if it was happening to them. They, If that happened to them and it was reversed and black people did that to them, they would call anyone that Nat Turner. In other words, if Nat Turner was a white man and he killed black people who had him in bondage and killed and did all that, he would be considered a national hero with white people. But see how race changes everything? You see? In other words, what they're saying is you're not worthy to be free and you're not worthy to act logically and rationally when confronted with people who are trying to take your life. You act that way, they'll call that evil. They'll say you're evil for being that way, but the people who are doing it to you are not evil. They don't say George Washington is an evil person. They don't say Thomas Jefferson, all the so-called founding fathers of the United States who owned slaves. They're not evil people. They got streets named after them. They got all this. They're not considered evil people. Why is that? Why is that? Why are they not considered evil people? You enslaved people. Thomas Jefferson, you know he was raping that girl, the one who is his sister's mulatto, whatever, sister, whatever. You are allowed to rape and take the lives of people, and yet you call yourselves God-fearing people. What God is that? What God did they worship that told them it was okay to do that to you? Is it a good God? Is it an evil God? Is it a God at all? Was it just something that they made up in their minds? as delusional people do, to justify their evil acts, their savage acts. You see, our people back then, and to this point now, was a perfect, perfect, perfect target for the Caucasians in that time to exercise their animalistic behavior on, their demonic and animalistic behavior. You know, they didn't have that outlet. They were doing it to each other somewhat, but... When they came into the new world, they brought that old demonic energy with them. And they really had no one, you know, it's, you know, they would do it to each other, but they would fight each other back. But they had free reign under a law. This was the best place for them. They had free reign under a law that was protected by them to do whatever they wanted to you. 
and not face no legal ramification. But if you did something to them, you got to go to jail, something, you know, you evil, you this, that, and the third. But it's okay for them to do that to you. What kind of evil is that? What kind of evil is that? Even to this day, that same evil exists. You see? And people have gotten used to that evil. Now, if you so-called black people were able to turn around and do it to them, they would call you evil. If you did everything, if black people did everything to white people that white people did to black people, you would be considered the worst people on the earth, the evilest people on the earth. But why are white people not considered that? Because evil is only evil in the hands of those who behold it, who tell you what evil is, what good is, and what bad is. That's why. It's only based in the prejudicial mindset of those who are unfit to judge what evil is. It is incomplete. And it is without balance. See, it has to be balanced with the humans because the humans don't have, as you can see, they don't have the logical and rational mind to understand or to understand or comprehend right and wrong or logically what to do as righteous and what you don't do, you know, as wrong. They don't comprehend that, what's necessary and what's unnecessary. Because murder is necessary. Killing is necessary. It is. For protection. To protect your family, protect yourself. That is necessary. Kill someone just because, just because, for no reason, because you get a thrill out of that. That's evil. That's evil. Because it is absent of what? Logic. Why did you kill that person? I don't know. I just did. Anything that's absent of logic, anything that's absent of rationale, any real logic and rational thinking, that's evil. Religion is evil. Religion is evil. Because you have people who don't have to justify their actions. They don't have to justify it. It's just because they say so. That's how religion works. That's how the system here in America works. You have people who don't have to justify their actions. You see, like I said this thing about, um, which I'm going to go into in the conference, the Man Act, in which they're um, trying, I would say, you basically convicted R. Kelly of a, a law that was uh, created for black men so-called black men taking white women across state lines and things like that for sex, whether it's consensual or not. That's against the law. That Basically, they were saying it was against the law for a black man to have sex with a white woman, but it's not against the law for a white man to have sex with a black woman. You see, that's that's not against the law. You see, you travel all over, do whatever you want to so-called black women, rape them, do whatever you want, because they say it's not rape when you do it to a black woman. But this shows you, see, even in our society to come, wrong is wrong. Illogical behavior is judged as wrong. Illogical, irrational behavior is judged as wrong. You don't harm people for nothing. You see, all illogical and irrational behavior is evil, and it works against the people in their very lives going forward it works against them because if you're dealing with people who do things just because they are emotionally 
or mentally disturbed. They don't know how to utilize logic and rationale in their thinking because that's what determines whether a person is emotionally disturbed, mentally disturbed, who do evil things like serial killers and whatnot, will say, oh, you know, I killed those 50 prostitutes or those 50 girls because I don't like women. I have a problem with women and whatever. So you took your problem that you have and took it out on other people, right? That's illogical. Killing those women is not going to solve your problem. You see, so what you did was illogical. You see, see, humans don't think like that. Humans really act as though they're psychologically intact and they, with the psychological talk and the psychological, psychiatry industry, psychiatric industry, excuse me, they act like they're so much intact with the way the mind works, but they're really not. Most of their findings and readings on irrational or, you know, illogical behavior or, um, you know, uh, mentally disturbed people based in people's emotions, their inability to access logical and rational thinking when it comes to putting their emotions in check. That's really what the problem is, and your humans are very big on this. They're very big on this. Because your humans are first and foremost a fearful people. And fearful people produce angry people. And angry people produce murderous people. They produce evil people. That's what fear, that's what evil really is the foundation base of. Evil is the foundation of, uh, shall I say, fear is the foundation of evil. Fear is the foundation. The fear is the fact that they don't have the coping skills, the mental coping skills, which is logical and rational thinking, to put their emotions in check so that they don't get out of control. When they get out of control emotionally, they don't know how to logically and rationally reason to say, oh, you know, I'm not going to kill this person. I'm not going to harm this person. I'm not going to do this. Right? When they are not able to do that, that's when evil ensues because they're just doing things based on their own emotions, how they feel. You got people who are emotionally disturbed, mentally disturbed, and their behavior is always going to be evil in some way, shape, or form, whether it be to themselves or it be out to, outwardly to, to others, right? The the guy who, you know, you bump into him, you say, excuse me, he ready to pull out a gun and shoot you or fight you or whatever, or he ready to get into it with you. That person does not have a grasp on logical behavior. Doesn't have a grasp, right? Because these people have emotional problems, and therefore they have mental problems. Because a logical and rational person doesn't really want to get into any altercation. You would think logical and rational people, they really don't want to get into any altercations because altercations can result in someone's death. Altercations, and you know, that can result in someone getting locked up in jail. So you would think a logical and rational person does not want to engage 
in behavior such as murder or fighting or anything, interaction, you know, unless it's really serious, unless it's really serious, you see, where you have to defend yourself. You find what I'm saying? So what's missing? The ability to rationalize, the ability to logically apply extended thinking, future thinking to what would happen next if I do this now. You see, the people who do evil in the world, they don't have a future way of thinking, you see, when it comes to doing the evil they do, when it comes to, you know, giving into their emotions. They don't have a future mindset attached to their evil deeds or acts. Like, for example, if the serial killer was out here killing, he knew that he's going to get caught and he's going to get killed, you know and he's going to face the same things that the person, because that would be the logical thing. If you're out here being a serial killer, right, if you're out here being a serial killer and you know that they're going to eventually catch you and you're going to be put to death, you know, you would pretty much stop killing because you don't want to face that same fate. That which, that's what you would logically do when your life is put in danger. The person who has to just go out and do that, they're only thinking about how they feel emotionally at the time. Like the guy who goes out here and he has all this unprotected sex with all these women, right? That's evil. That's evil, right? But he's not thinking it's evil because it's something that he wants to do. He's feeding his emotions. He's saying he's going to go out here unprotected and sleep with this one and that one. Now, when he gets a sexually transmitted disease, right, what does he do? He's angry. Mad, he might go out here and spread it to other people. He might take his anger and his emotion and his feelings of vitriol, and he might go out here and spread that evil to other people or females who do the same thing, right? Because they're angry at the decisions they made. They're angry at the decisions they made, the decisions to do evil, right? Utilize their emotions and think in the present and not utilize themselves or utilize their thinking to go forward in the future and not do certain things. Let me take a call. 859. Mr. McCarrays. How you doing? Brother from Lexington, Kentucky, Mr. Jackson. I know. How you doing, I just Mr. wanted Jackson? to say you are absolutely right. Like you taught us, now I understand, understand why I am like I am. See, come to come to find out, actually what I was doing, but I didn't, of course, I didn't know it then until you brought it to my attention. That's what I was doing. I was really thinking it first. I didn't know that, you know what I'm saying, for the most part of my life. That's why I'm the way I am. I, I was already logically rationalizing situations and seeing how it was going to play out. You follow? Mm-hmm. And nine times out of ten, I was on point. Like doing, like dealing with the women and all that, and sin and interactions with other men. I'm already knowing. Like I said, I didn't want, I didn't want no chaos and confusion in my life. Like I said, I didn't, I didn't, you know, feed into my emotions. I already knew how it was going to play out. So therefore, I, you know, I didn't do it. You know, so mm-hmm. you are absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Thank you. See, fear and evil go hand in hand. And it's usually 
harnessed by people who are mentally challenged. The mental challenge is the fact that they cannot utilize logic and rationale in their behavior and they can't move that way. So they move off of fear and fear produces anger and anger produces you know, animosity, and then eventually you get people who are murderous and they doing evil things out of fear. You know? Okay. I'm going to continue this program. Carry on. All right. Thank you, brother. Thank you. So keep that in mind, that when you look at, you know, um, any people that came to power, and they preceded the people or they came after the people who were in power. They wiped these people out or whatever the case may be. Right? Usually it happened for two reasons. The logical reason for ridding yourself of people and certain people and whatnot is because of their inability to evolve and to grow, right, to flourish life, to move forward. And then the other is you wipe them out because of fear, right? You fear that these people might grow and overtake you. Like on the plantation, I go back to that. When they was doing what they was doing to the so-called black man on the plantation, the white man get four or five of them, and they would, you know, buck break or rape a man in front of the, the people and want to just do something. Just They felt they had to do something so degenerate to scare the people. They had to induce that fear in them to keep them subservient. They had to be monsters. You know, they had to be monsters to produce that fear. You see, they didn't know how to, like I said, it, and I said this about the so-called white man slavery. Had he had just not did, like, did, did black people the way he did black people, had they let black people families stay together, not rape the women, did all that, he could have had black people in slavery for another hundred years. If he would have just treated them decent, paid them a little something, gave them a little plot of land and whatnot, and they worked and whatnot, they could have kept black people in slavery for another 100 years. You see, you, and it wouldn't have cost them nothing, but they did all of that, you know, all of that degeneracy and all that raping women and, and taking their children, selling their children and all of that. And, I, and I, I said to myself, this was not about money. Because if you're smart, like I said, the slave masters, the so-called slave masters were not smart. If you're smart, you want to keep your business going, right? You want to keep your business going. You don't want to get the people riled up where they're going to rebel against you. If you do all these things to them, they're going to eventually revolt. You'll wake up with your throat slashed because they don't got nothing to lose. You're killing them slowly. So if they just wake up, you won't surprise you wake up one morning, your throat slashed, your children are murdered, everything, this is what they put themselves in alignment with. So they always were walking around in fear, a fear that they created themselves, a fear that they created themselves, that they didn't have to. You see, they didn't do things logically. You could have made all that money because that's why I said it wasn't about business. That was personal. But why was it personal? Anybody ever think about that? The slavery was personal more than more than financial, more than logical. It was more personal. So when you got when you do things like that to people, when there's an evil intent like that to do to do things like that to people, that's personal. Why was it personal? All right? Think about that. Could it been because the very people you were doing that to had a real strong persona, a real strong personality, and you didn't have one? What what is the what can people personally you know, have against you. 
they hate you because they wish they were you. You see? They hate you because they wish they were you. They look at your women and they know that your women look better than their women. Right? They look at your men and they see when the man, the so-called black man, you know, and, you know, and his health and his health and things like that, he is um, more virile and more more well endowed. That's a big thing with the so called white man, the so called black man more well endowed than him. You see? You know, penis size. And you see when you and your woman are interacting together, there's a real he can sense that there's a real close connection and love and he hates that because he don't have that in his life. Because why would you want to destroy people's families? Why would you want to do that? Why would you want to destroy people's families, sell people's children? You see, beat people, beat women, rape their women, rape their door. Why would you want to do that? You have to have evil, straight evil and demonic, demonic evil in your mind. And you got to ask yourself, why wouldn't so-called black people see this and see these people as evil and demonic? Why would they still want to embrace these people? Why would you want to wear their names after slavery? Why would you want to mix with them or have anything to do with them if it's not business? Even that. Why would you do that? Why would you embrace and want to be with people who basically, even today, because the vibration of slavery still echoes through this society. The vibration of slavery still echoes through this society. And white people walk around here and they are the... um, beneficiaries of slavery and white and black and the white and black dynamic. They are. So why would you want to embrace that? Why would you want to lay with that? Because the very people that do that are evil themselves. The very people that do that who are attracted to evil are evil themselves. What do I mean by that? You can't have that kind of evil here Unless there's evil within your people. Because if there was righteousness in your people, and righteousness means people who are together, mind, body, and soul as one, right, who live in righteous, who are willing to stand up in the name of righteousness. Because when you stand up in the name of righteousness, fear goes away. Evil is even averted. Evil will not win when you stand up in righteousness Against it, evil can't win, and that means that would have took the collectiveness of our people. You ever notice whenever they talk about the slave revolts and our people was going and doing what they was doing, and they had some powerful slave revolts. That's because the people started to come together righteously before all the hell they were enduring, and it was always somebody. When you hear about the slave revolts falling, it was always somebody who wanted to run over there and betray the ones who wanted to be free. It was always some Negro that wanted to go and do that. That wanted to help keep and feed the evil. What kind of evil had to be in that person to want to betray his people, not want to see your own people free, want to see your people suffer? So that goes to show you. See, the beast knew that he had to find an evil or a kindred spirit in some of the niggas on the plantation. He had to find a kindred spirit, an evil demonic spirit in some of our people on the plantation. You see, he had to find that. Because he had, why else would he bring what he call, you know, you got what you call field niggas. Them the niggas that's the, usually the, 
real dark ones and whatever the case may be who might plot against you. And then you got the house niggas, as they say. He felt comfortable having them around him in the house. So if he, if him being evil as he was having people around, they had to be just as evil. Those are the people, if he tried to escape, they was going to tell the master. They'd be the ones wanting to get the job to beat you so they could, so they could have a better life on the plantation. They wasn't the righteous people who said, we all going to flip, everybody. Now, that would have been righteous. We all going to destroy everything. We're going to destroy the master. We're going to destroy his family. We're going to keep going. We all going to get together. But you had people who said, no, I don't want to do that. I just want to keep working. This is my life, and this and the third. So that in itself is evil. That in itself is evil. See, evil, in order for evil to flourish, it has to have a uh, connection. It has to have something that magnetically pulls it to grow in order for evil to flourish. Evil can't flourish when there's righteousness. When there's so much righteousness, evil can't flourish. You see, evil can't – because, like I said, think about um, when you see people commit crimes in the world, right? Their biggest fear is that they're going to be caught by what? Law enforcement for breaking the law. The law is supposed to represent righteousness to set things right because does not – Good or so-called good or law and order always triumph over evil. This is what they show you in the movies. This show you in society. People run from the police. So what these people were doing, the Caucasians who had our people in slavery, what they were doing was unrighteous. It was wrong. It was evil. It was wicked. But the white man put on the law and said, oh, it's lawful for you to do that to them. Why? It's lawful for you to treat people as property and beat them, that's personal. Of course, getting people to go with that, getting people to abide by that, you're trying to turn the people into evil people. Because if you get people to abide by, like with this thing with the jab, I'm going to just show you what I mean. We already know the people with the jab. I'm taking it into modern times. The people with the, behind the jab, you know they evil, they demonic, they fearful. Of their survival and the on and the, and the evolution of our people, they're fearful of that. They think about that every day. That's why they got to come up with things to stop your growth, your repopulation. They got to stop that. That's what the jab is, right? So, if they're getting people to get up here and, you know, like these actors, entertainers, all these other people to stick up for the jab. Those people, they represent evil too. See, the beast has to find an evil foundation to plant that evil seed into. And he has to plant it first and foremost into you so-called black people if he's going to destroy you. If he's going to destroy you, they have to find a kindred spirit that carries the same evil intent as them. You follow what I'm saying? Evil needs a foundation. It needs a, uh, a space to grow. Evil, if you don't have anything to feed evil, it can't grow. You follow what I'm saying? They had to go and get the slaves. You had to get some of the slaves on the plantation to be okay with the slavery and make sure they tell on them. They would recruit them and basically be like, okay, well, you know, I'm going to treat you. The white man knew how to do it. I'm going to treat y'all a little bit better. Not much, but I'm going to treat y'all a little bit better. So if them, them niggas in the field want to escape or they want to come against us and kill us and whatnot, you stand in the way of that. That was how he was creating the first buffer class. 
see, the house niggas was the first, it was the beginning of the boule. The house niggas were your first boule. You see, those were your first boule. Those were your first evil. Oh, well, no, it goes back further, but in, as far as American history, that was your first boule. Those people of the boule right now were pushing the jab to their people, pushing death to their people. Those are the evil people. The beast has to get the evil people in order for evil to flourish. He has to find other evil people. You see, when he went out here and they they had this, what's that white woman? Um, what's the white woman? Uh, what's her name? The one who uh, was uh, 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 Margaret Sanger, who was pushing that whole thing of Planned Parenthood to these so-called black women. Because Planned Parenthood was created for the black woman. These people have always been afraid of our numbers and our growing. They were always afraid of it. What did she have to do? She couldn't just go to black people and be like, oh, do this, do that. No, she had to go to the clergy, to the religious men, the reverends and, the, and them. And she, as she went to them and they, and they gave them some money, basically getting them to become part of that evil plan. That's how they planned it. And then people trust in the reverend, the pastor, the minister, trust in them, Right. They're like, okay, we're going to go and do all this stuff. We're going to let people, that, you know, give us abortions and give us, you know, give uh, uh, give, give us a, um, give us pills or give us operations so we so we can't have children no more. We're going to let them because we're going to trust in the reverend. And he telling us so they had to plant the evil in him because the evil, well, the evil was already there. They found it in him. They always they find out who they can corrupt. They can find out who they can corrupt, who they can turn evil. You see, and the people who are doing the evil acts, who are willing to sell their people, they don't care about the future outcome. All they care about is now, I can get me some money. I can live good. I ain't got to be out here with them. See, evil needs a host. Evil needs a host. The same way a demonic spirit needs a host and needs a physical body, evil needs a host. It needs bodies. And these people who are willing to go against that which is righteous. You see, look at the nation of Islam. Now, you keep using example after example. And in any black, so-called black organization, there's always that contingent of, there's always that the, the group of people who are righteous, they go in the right way, they all in alignment. But the beast always knows how to find that one or two couple of people that are evil, that he can implant that evil seed in to go against the uh, evolution of the people. They found it in Malcolm X in the Nation of Islam. They used Malcolm X. You see? And if there's nobody there that they can find, that they can plant that evil seed into, basically destroy the harvest, destroy the crop, then they'll put that person there, they'll plant that person there themselves. They'll send them in to join the organization, spy on the organization, cause chaos and confusion. So the beast has to plant that evil seed. You see? Evil has to have, that's why I said evil has to have some form of uh, um, foundation in which it can grow from. Evil has to have that foundation. If evil doesn't have that foundation, there's no growth of evil. You see, logic and rational thinking on behalf of those who are in their extended thinking, evil has its place right along good. 
and they go together flawlessly to where they don't even exist no more. You don't even have, once you start moving in the upper dimensions, there's no good, there's no bad, there's only necessary. There's no evil, there's no good, there's only necessary. You see? Just like right now, when I say God and, de- God and the devil are not necessary anymore. God and the devil are not necessary. What's necessary is the Lord or the law, those who carry law. Law is needed because law and order brings what? Logical and rational direction. When people are moving in a logical and rational direction as to how they live and how they grow, then you don't need good and evil anymore. Those people know what is right and what is wrong. It's already ingrained in them. So you don't even need good and evil anymore. In fact, to point out good and evil to a people who have who already logically know how to move in life, whether they have to do things to whether they have to do something to protect themselves or what is necessary, you don't even need to call good and evil anymore. You don't have to judge it anymore. Like I said, if you if somebody if you have to kill somebody, you did it it's already known that you had to do it to protect yourself. Your life had to be in danger. That's logical. That's rational. If you let somebody if you if you let somebody kill you or harm you or harm your family and you could have did something to protect that, that's evil. You could have did something to protect them. If you don't kill that person, that's evil. What I'm gonna say it just like that. What black people did in slavery by not killing the so called white men and killing their slave masters and not putting their slave that was evil. That was evil. To allow that to happen to you, your family, have your children sold and whatnot, that was evil on their part. What would have been righteous was for them to kill anybody that was trying to harm them, sell their children. That's righteous. That's righteous. Does not the white man? He thinks that he thinks that kind of behavior is righteous. Like I said, let it have been the other way around. Nat Turner would have been a, a national hero. He would have been a war hero. Everything. They would have had statues of Nat Turner everywhere if he was white and he was doing it to black people. You see, they got they got statues of. General Custer and all these other people who were murderers, or a bunch of murderers who just basically was taking people's land and whatnot so that they could live better. You see, so that they can live in a, a society of government where they would be up in the high upper echelon. So they were willing to kill people for that. They were willing to enslave people for that to have a right or have this so-called um, hierarchy or this status in the society. They were willing to kill for that. You see, and die for it, fight for it and everything. And they'll say that's righteous. When you go to war for this country, you know, whether you know the reason or not, what do they call you? They call you a a veteran, a war hero, right? But what are they calling you a hero for? They're calling you a hero for the people you killed over there. They're calling you a hero for the people because you know you go in the military, you sign, you got to kill people. You are more than likely have to use your weapon to kill people. Or you over there and you know that you're given a weapon and things like that, you're going to have to kill people if it's necessary. And they call you a hero for that. But now if those people are defending themselves in that country and want you want America or any society out and they kill American soldiers, they're the worst people in the world. But it was okay for the American soldiers to kill their people. You see? You see, that's evil. That is evil to do something like that 
selfishly, selfishly, selfishly kill people, take people's lives, and you not have a logical reason for doing that. Beyond, I don't like you, I don't like your color, I don't like how, no, beyond that. That's evil. There was no logical and rational reason for you to do what you did. Just like I said, there was no logical and rational reason for the white man, the slave master, to treat black people like they treated. That was personal. That was not business. Because any good business person going to tell you if it was just about money and slavery and them having their plantations, any person going to tell you, well, hell, we don't want to beat them. We don't want to do that to our employees. We don't want to do that to – we don't even want to abuse our property. It was to say we call them black people property. We don't want to abuse our property. That's stupid. If you run a machine too much, if you abuse a machine, it'll eventually explode on you, just like people will explode on you. That's why you had those slave uprisings, because you and your unrighteous mind didn't think that this is wrong what I'm doing. This is wrong that I'm raping this young girl, this young black girl. It's wrong I'm raping her. It's wrong that I'm selling her children. It's wrong that I'm putting all this misery on these people. You have to be very sick and demonic. You see? But yet these people... When you speak about this, they'll say, "Oh, you know, you know, that's, you know, they can't handle that reality. They can't handle the reality that they come from evil people." But you have evil people, black, evil people, white, and everything in between. People who cannot logically process why they behave the way they do. And I'm here to tell you the reason why they do that is because they are absent of logic and they are full of emotion. When you are full of emotion, it makes you not utilize logical thinking, rational thinking. You see, from a pragmatic standpoint, I'm not going to kill this person. I'm not going to beat this person because people seeing me do that, you know, I want people to see me as a good slave master. They're going to want to work. They ain't going to hate me. They're going to want to work. You see, that's 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 the mentality. Even from a pragmatic, even if I think I'm better than y'all and y'all niggas, from a pragmatic standpoint, I'm gonna want to treat everybody, all the slaves, good. You see, because I don't want I don't want to wake up with my throat cut, because I know it could happen. I don't want to wake up with the plantation burning down around me. I don't want to wake up my my children dead in the, and dead in their beds. But that's what you brought on yourself, because when you inflict evil upon people, it will eventually come back to you. When you inflict evil upon people, it will eventually make its way back to you like a boomerang effect. Same way when you inflict good on people, it makes its way back to you in good behavior. But the most powerful thing you can put into the world is necessity. Necessity. You're not, you know, don't be good to people just because you want to be good. Don't be bad to people. Be necessary to people. And you will get necessary people in your life. You don't want good people in your life. You don't want bad people in your life. You want necessary people in your life. So I make myself clear. Necessary people will last longer in your life than good people and bad people because the necessary people are the good people, for lack of a better word. Meaning you, so I'll put it like not even good. And I don't want to say good because good denotes bad. We don't go good and bad. Useful. The best kind of people to have in your life is necessary people, useful people, not good people, not bad people, because both have the ability to switch sides, to change sides. Wherever there's polar opposite, people have the ability to change sides. Somebody could be good to you one minute. Next thing you know, they're flipping on you. They're being bad to you, you see. 
somebody being bad to you, they might have a thing where they might decide to be good to you. You can't trust good people. You can't trust bad people because they both have the tendency to switch back and forth. That's the problem with polarities. You see, it's incomplete. That is the problem with polarity. It is constantly incomplete. And because it is incomplete, it must be destroyed. Polarity, moving up in the fourth dimension, must be destroyed in the minds of those who are headed forward. Right back. Oh, yeah. 
everybody knows the man was original. When the game is over, I'ma go and take my residue. Set by a neck, let's do the same as that again. All the white lies, wreck the company is mad again. The face of that exists racist. Because I love the black faces. To put the Bible in the attic, cause I didn't come from static. But you and living G.O.D. It ain't no mystery.
We can't act like we don't have evil people amongst our people. The original, the first evil came through black people on earth. The earthbound black people were the first ones who became evil. It was the earthbound black people. Why do I say that? Because they were the ones, once the connection was cut off, and we were left down to only a remembrance of our celestial connection into the upper dimensions. We were only left with a small connection of our celestial connection. More and more that we start produce, we start produce earthbound children who lost that celestial connection. That's when the people start to spread out all over the earth. And they became more and more disconnected from the almond in the fourth dimension. They forgot who we are, but a small contingent of our people in the societies and the civilization we built, they kept their connection with Amun. They kept their connection and they tried to. But you had people who were being born into the world who were not of the fourth dimension, who were not of that connection. And when you're not of that fourth dimensional connection, logic and rationale and your behavior is hard to process. So when you don't have that logical and rational thing, see, because logic and rationale is a continuous and ongoing mindset in all the upper dimensions, the foundation of all upper dimensional uh, thinking is logic and rationale. I don't care whether it's from the fourth dimension to the eighth dimension, from the twelfth dimension to the thirteenth and beyond, logical and rational thinking is always at the foundation. There is no emotion after the third dimension. There is none. There's only logical and rational thinking. Right? That's only there. There's no evil or good after the third dimension. These are only things that have been installed here as disjointed from the fourth dimension to give people a way of being or existing at one or the other. But they could not totally absorb the whole thing, which would require logical and rational thinking in your behavior. So because they can't do that, because they don't have logic and rationale to replace their emotional responses, they do evil things. Evil things come about due to your emotional uh, disturbance, which produces a mental disturbance. Because in order for your mind to flow clearly with thought, logical and rational thinking, pragmatic thinking has to be the base of your thinking. Without that, you just out here emotional, you just out here evil, you out here, you know, all over the place. When you allow your emotions to do your thinking for you, when you allow your emotions to be your when you allow your thinking to be ruled by your emotions, that's when evil comes about. That's when evil comes about. You see? That's when evil behavior comes out, evil people. When our people in the ancient world were the ones who were started to become more and more disconnected from Amun and they started being all about the earthbound things, people, place, and possession. And then that was a time when this is why the Amun utilized them to create the humans from. The earthbound, those who were more and more disconnected from the fourth dimension, from the future, from the Amun, those who started getting firmly implanted in the third dimension and they basically cut off their connection to the Amun. Then they start worshiping all these other weird, strange, so-called gods and deities and whatnot, and they became off. And like I said, this is when they started crafting and creating gods in their image and after their own likeness. 
based on emotion. So, you know, oh, we're going to kill you because our God said to kill you. We're going to maim you because my God said it's okay. My, my personal savior. You see, they start to create these ideas, these delusions of gods and devils around their own emotional feelings. Nothing logical or around their own emotional feelings. And that's what evil people do. Evil people create reasons, create scenarios to do illogical things, to act on their emotions. They create that. You see, like when this country has to scare people into taking jabs, they got to scare people into going to war, right? They got to create something to make you afraid so that you can react to where they want to, so that you can do their evil work for them, so that you can do their evil work for them. What makes it evil is that it's absent of logic and rationale. You don't have to do things. Most of the things that are done in the evil in the world can be averted, don't even have to be done if you're using logic and rational thinking. You should only kill somebody or take someone's life if it is absolutely necessary. If it is absolutely necessary. Okay? That's the only time you should be taking somebody's life. Not because you angry, not because you mad, not because you feel in some kind of way, but because you absolutely have to. You can't get around it, you see, because once you start to, you know, put logical and rational thinking behind everything you do, then what starts to happen is that evil and good start to become, you know, less and less uh, visible to you, and it's not about good and bad anymore. It's not about evil anymore. Evil is only done when people are out of Alignment with logic and rationale That's when evil is done When people are out of alignment With logical and rational thinking That's the only time it's done Like I said The worst people The worst thing people can think of You know in place of evil Is harming children Which there's never any excuse to harm a child Never There's never any excuse to harm a child Right Or killing someone, raping a woman. There's never no, you know, the most evil things you could do. There's never no, there's never a reason to rape a woman, to harm a woman, to harm children, or harm a man, or harm a man who has to go home to his family, his children. That's evil. That's demonic. That's emotional. And those people, putting those people to death is logical. Putting those people to death who would do that to people because of their emotions, that is logical. To put people to death for that is logical. But what did the so-called white man do? He put serial killers, he put serial killers in jail for the rest of their life. He don't put them on death row. Those people are, are useless. Those people are useless. If you're out here killing people, there's no, there's no rehabilitating you. you out here just killing people randomly, killing women, men. There's no rehabilitating you. You ain't going to never let those people out of jail. It's illogical to keep those people alive and keep feeding those people. That's illogical. You're supposed to just take them out. And that's not evil. That's righteous. Because that, what that does, if you put, because I'm, like I said, I'm definitely for 
um, capital punishment or the uh, death penalty based on what people do. You see, you got these people who call themselves liberals, right, who said they're against the death penalty, right? They said they're against that. But they are for allowing people who have murdered all these people, people's lost family members and stuff like that. They for letting these people live the rest of their life in jail and whatnot because jail ain't nothing to them. That's that they good and they live the rest of their life in jail, three hots, a cot. You know, that's evil. And then you got your tax money, the person who they, that person murdered nine times that thing, that your tax money got to pay to keep that, feed that person and house, and, and house that person in jail. Is that righteous? They say that's lawful. That's 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 the law. Is that righteous? You tell me. Your your tax dollars got to pay for the person to feed and clothe the person who killed your loved one. That's unrighteous. Righteous is killing that person. You see, because then that sends a message to other people who have the emotional uh, uh, that emotional vitriol who are selfish and evil, who want to take people's lives just because it makes them feel some kind of way, it makes them feel good or whatever. See, they, it, don't, they, it don't feel so good when your life is threatened. It only feels good when you on the other side, you think you can get away with it, you can go live your life. Because I said those people are not crazy that do all this killing. They're not crazy. Because crazy people will hurt themselves. That's what crazy people do. Crazy people will go up to people who they know would kill them in a heartbeat, and they would step to those people. They're not. Most of your serial killers, they're evil. They, 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 they're predators on women and children. They're predators on women and children more, you know, more than anything. They're cowards. They're evil cowards, evil, emotionally disturbed cowards who need death, just like the slave masters were back then. The Caucasian slave masters were evil, emotional cowards, evil, emotional cowards, Right, who had no real uh, um, redeeming qualities, righteousness would have been to put them all to death. That would have been righteous. You see, anybody who exacts that kind of terror in somebody's life, you tell people or you try to stop people from living their lives and, you know, being, you know, going forward and extending themselves, create a law. It stops them from living their lives, having the freedom to live their life. Yet you tax these people, you tax these people, take money from them, and you tell them that they don't have the same rights as everybody else. That's evil. That's evil. That's demonic. That's why the society is going down. That's exactly why. For its evil ways. For its evil ways. This is judgment. And it's not judgment for good or for bad. It's judgment for logical and rational behavior. I stand up in favor of logical and rational behavior. Not in, I don't stand up for good or bad. I don't stand up for good or bad. I stand up for logic and rationale, that which makes sense. If you do things or your actions don't add up to something that's sensible, then you need to be destroyed. You should be destroyed if you are illogical and irrational enough and you allow emotion to let you take someone's life, harm somebody, harm children, touch children, anything. You should be destroyed. Your vessel is weak. 
your vessel is given over to evil and demonic possession. So you should be destroyed. I wouldn't care if it was my family members who did something like that. You see, your vessel is compromised. Your vessel is weak. Simple as that. You can't rehabilitate those people. You can't. Their lives are required to be sacrificed. And in the necessity of that, that shows anybody else who get those same kind of ideas, who want to be thrill killers, who want to go out here and harm people, and they think, oh, I'm going to get away with it just like they did. That will show you that this is what we do to people who do that. You see, that this is what we do. But see, like I said, even in slavery, going back there, all the slaves weren't righteous. They were not righteous. That's how the beast was allowed, so-called white man was allowed to allow that demonic and evil behavior to flourish because they wasn't righteous people. You see, they wasn't righteous people. They wasn't righteous for not, they was righteous, unrighteous for two reasons. Number one, because they allowed that to happen to their families. They allowed that to happen to their people. The men didn't stand up when they were supposed to. They allowed it to happen, number one. And number two, you had these Negroes who, you know, wanted to be in the house and be next. You got, got you know, was comfortable with the beast, was comfortable enough to let them next to them, and they didn't kill them. They didn't take their lives. That's unrighteous. That's irrational. That's illogical. You want to continue to serve a wild animal, a beast? Someone who could sell you at the drop of a dime, kill you at the drop of a dime, rape your woman at the drop of a dime, rape your children, sell your children. You don't kill those people. That's like a virus. That's a plague. That's a virus and a plague, an evil virus and plague on these people that would do something like that. You see? Now, I said this. I said in the ancient world, you had people that did that to white people. You had black people that did that to white men. And the ancient, I don't want to tell you that. But in the ancient world, you had black people that did them dirty, did the slaves dirty. You see? You had that. That's why I said, that's why I said, I truly think that you know, and I know that a lot of that is that karma coming back around to some of our people who may have indulged in that, who got those punishments, who may have indulged in that in another life. You see, I wouldn't have been cool with, you know, back then of even abusing the humans. That's wrong to abuse the humans. That's wrong. We don't have to beat on them and kill them. We wouldn't have did that. The righteous ones of our people wouldn't have did that. You see, we wouldn't abuse, we wouldn't abuse the humans. You see, same way you don't abuse an animal. You don't abuse an animal. For what? Unless it's trying to kill you or attack you, then you got to kill it. You don't abuse the humans. You don't abuse people, period. A lot of our people was evil and demonic back then. They was abusing the humans, raping the human women. They did that. That's why I said you know it was personal. You know it had to be personal. It was a spiritual thing. You see? Not a soul thing, not a solar thing, a spiritual thing. Because the spiritual thing works in rotation. Spiritual thing works in rotation. Okay? That's why I had you know that is that I said this before and I'll say it again. If there was no white people here no more, do you really think evil would stop if there was no more white people? Do you think raping and robbing and, and, 
and, and molesting children would stop, and homosexuality and all the degeneracy would stop here. If it wasn't no white people here, hell no. It would still continue. The beast, the so-called white man, the rest of these humans, they, they take things on another level because of the animal in them. But the, 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 the evil behavior would still exist if it was just black people here because black people are the original evil. The ones who were disconnected from the most high, those are your original evil people. The ones who became this they you know who they are today? Like I said, those are the niggas, those are the house niggas, the boule. See, they always come back in reincarnation in that circular state, in that two dimensional state. They're your house niggas, they're your boule that would go against their people. They they the uh slaves that was on the plantation, the house niggas in there that was gonna tell the white man you was trying to escape. They're your gangbangers today. Your gang members, your drug dealers, anybody that's against your evolution, those were those evil demonic ass people, man. That was your 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 uncles and them who was molesting you as a child. That's all them niggas is demons, man. Straight up, all them niggas are evil. You see, and they're the reason they care. They share the same spirit with the so called white man. They share the same spirit with them. That same animal demonic spirit. It just is what it is. We'll be right back. I'm going to be out in Chicago um, on the 17th. Check us out. We'll be right back.
You see, people think that evil just is that evil without any real reason for it. There's always a reason for evil. And illogical behavior is it. Irrational behavior is it. If you can't process logical and rational behavior, thinking in your behavior, it's one thing if you're not able to process it in your everyday life to move forward and succeed in life. That's one thing. It's another thing to not be able to process it in your behavior. If you're not able to process logical and rational behavior or thinking in what you do, then you should not be around people. They got jail for things like that because the whole thing when they say correcting you oh, and you in the correction system is supposed to correct your behavior. See, when they put you in a correctional facility, it's supposed to correct your behavior. It's supposed to correct your irrational behavior by what? Giving you laws and rules and things to follow that you would not have followed in the street. When you guys go to jail for a long period of time like that, you do 10 years, 15 years, it's meant to correct you so that you know how to act when you go back into the public. So you know how to act and react when you go back in the public. And what are they trying to correct? Your inability to access logic and rational thinking in your behavior. Because what got you there for killing somebody, robbing somebody, raping somebody, molesting somebody, doing whatever you do in your life that's degenerate is because you were going off of your emotions and not off of logical thinking, rational thinking. See, because emotions are a very tricky thing. Emotions are tricky. Emotions can come out of nowhere. You can have, and I realize that sometimes you'll have thoughts about something and you'll be like, damn, man, why am I thinking this? That ain't even right for me to be thinking this. You ever get that? You might have some degenerate thought. I, you know, I, mean, I can admit every we all get it. We don't have degenerate thoughts. Be it, you know, whatever. We don't all have degenerate thoughts at one point in our life. You know what I'm saying? And you say to yourself, damn, why was I even thinking like that? And then you start thinking about your state of mind. You're like, damn. What's wrong with how I'm thinking? What's wrong with my mind? It, it, it's nothing. You're going to get that because we are in a world, in a three-dimensional world full of people who are who are with all this demonic spiritual energy here and people who are open receivers to it. So at one point in time, depending on who you're around, the state of mind you're in, you're going to receive one of the, some of that demonic energy, some of that uh, negative or that, you know, evil energy that – Illogical, because we got a lot of people who passed on in this world who were emotional, who were illogical, and therefore they were e- they were evil people because they did not know how to access logical and rational thinking in their behavior. So they just basically went with their emotions. And when you go with your emotions, you're liable to do anything. You're liable to say anything. You're liable to think anything. So your ability to snuff out those uh, degenerate thoughts your ability to keep those degenerate thoughts at bay comes by way of logical and rational thinking. You know, I ain't going to do that. I don't know why. You know, you question, you're supposed to question those thoughts. Because most of the thoughts that come inside your head that are illogical and irrational are not your thoughts. You just picked up somebody else's thoughts. Thoughts are constantly moving through the air. People are constantly thinking on some level, whether it, lo- whether it be low level, whether it be submental or upper mental, people are always thinking thoughts are in the air, so you're liable to catch somebody's thought. 
You liable to catch same way telepathy works where people you can send thoughts to people and they pick it up and they can send thoughts back to y'all look at each other and y'all be like, damn it the same way thoughts just flow, man. You gonna eventually, you know, you're gonna catch somebody's thoughts, somebody's evil thoughts. Somebody's evil and demonic thoughts. Somebody's degenerate thoughts, it'll happen. You shouldn't be alarmed about it, you shouldn't question yourself. What you should be doing, you know, what you should be doing is you should definitely be you know, logically trying to rid yourself of those thoughts and know that this is not who and what you are. You don't say, oh, damn, why am I thinking like this? I'm a messed up person. It don't necessarily make you a messed up person. What makes you messed up is when you start to physically live that out. You see, when you start to physically do the things in your head that you know is illogical, irrational, evil, you're supposed to, you know, use your mind to shut those out. You use your brain to shut that out. You see, that's why you have a brain. You have a brain to control your what? Your motion, your neuro, um, your neuro trans, transmission, transmissions and your motion. That's what you have a brain for. You see, you have the ability to stop these things, stop from living out these things. You see, so, yeah, exactly. This lunar, being that this lunar current is the air, it bounces emotions, it bounces spiritual and demonic possessions around off of everybody. But you have to have it in your mind to stop that, you know, before you start to bring it out of yourself. You have to have your mind to cut that off before it comes out of yourself. Certain people don't have the mental strength or power to do that, to cut off that evil thought or those evil thoughts. They don't have it. So what do they do? They just live it out. They'll, well, if I'm thinking this way, I might as well go ahead and do it. If I'm thinking about raping this woman, I might as well go ahead and rape her. If I'm thinking about molesting some child, I might as well go ahead and molest them, not even knowing that's really not even your thoughts. That's not even your thoughts. You see? It might just pop in your head. And like I said, you got that that really happens. It pops in your head. Like I said, you you know, you can't help that sometimes, like I said, that's why you got to be careful who you're around and who you allow your children around. You got to be careful of that. Those demons jump off of them and onto your children or onto you. You got to be careful who you have around you, who you're listening to, who you got in your house, who you're laying with. You got to be so careful. You see, especially in this time. Especially in this time. Our people better be mindful of things. Be mindful as we are moving forward in this continuation. That everybody's not in alignment with the continuation. Certain people want to go in a rotation, and that's what evil behavior and good behavior does. It sends you in a rotation. You see? Like, what is that saying? What you put out comes back to you. I know people say what you put out comes back to you, but that's a rotation type of thing. That's still in the rotation. You see? If you are logically doing things righteously, what you put out, won't never come back to you. What do I mean by that? If I'm living my life logically, rationally, and all of my behavior and things like that, then I want to constantly put that out to people who will absorb that and live their lives the same way. That's the best way that you can put out logical and rational thinking. If you are putting out evil or putting out good, 
then you are part of that circle of rotation. You are part of that circle of confusion because you think, oh, you know, I do something evil, karma, it's going to come right back to me. That's that's a circular mindset, you see. That's a circular mindset. You don't necessarily want it to come back to you, good or bad. You want logic to spread through you, rationale to spread through you, and thus touch other people, and that strengthens their minds. That's my thinking. I don't, I don't, I'm, I don't connect up under karma and things like that I, because I don't operate on good and bad. We don't operate in, as, as, as in the in, this, in mental act, We don't operate on good and bad. You see, there's no operation good bad. There's only logic and rational thinking in which we operate. And because we operate from that, all we can do is push that out to others who are on that level mentally to receive it, and they take it forward, and it helps to keep their emotional behavior at bay, keep the evil from entering their mind, keep the good from evil entering their mind. Because even when you think you're doing good, you can really be doing evil to somebody. You see? I had to realize that with the Israelites, I mean, sometimes I get on the Israel. I'm just using this as an example. You know, I used to get at the Israelites, but I stopped doing that so much. So I might mention certain things and, you know, just use them as an example. But, you know, in a way, I, you know, I think to myself, I see the Israelites and they'd be in the Bible and going back and forth. I said, you know what? I, you know, I would rather them be standing on the corner reading the Bible and believing in a spaceship that's going to come with 100 million soldiers that's going to fight the white man and his armies. I'd rather them believe that than be standing somewhere robbing somebody, smoking crack, you know, being weirdos, being degenerates. I'd rather them be doing that, you see, because in some way it benefits somebody. It keeps them out of doing the negative and degenerate. That's how I, Now I think like that. I'm, you know, me questioning doing it, that's not going to change their mindset. They These people who are in the church, who are in the temples and the mosques, whatever, their minds are where their minds are. They cannot evolve beyond that, and there's nothing wrong with that. Everybody's not meant to evolve. You see, everybody's not meant to evolve. But their minds are pretty much there, so you leave them there. You don't try to take them from there because you can be creating hell in their life. Now, if they hear the message and they want to come after they hear the message, that's fine. That's fine. That means they are part of the evolution. But to go and debate people, that's evil, man. Debating people is evil. You see? Debating people is evil. Because it's it, it's evil because it's a waste of time and, you know, mental strength. Any place you waste your time as a mental, you know, and you're going against people. Like, I'm going to give you a good example. Of that. I was watching the guy Reza Islam, right? Now, I like Reza Islam, you know, for his debate style and how he's dealing with all this. He's a, he's a good debater. And when he's 29 years old, you know, young man and whatnot, he's aligned with the Nation of Islam. You know, he's speaking against the jab. And I like how he presented himself and was on the show with Ari Spears. I was watching a couple of uh, day or two ago. Now, Reza Islam, you know, Ari Spears, he's a comedian, got beat up on Corey Holcomb's show. You probably don't know. He got his ass whooped. But anyway, he's a clown and a coon. But he's standing up for the jab, and he had this Jew that was next to his partner on the show, on the podcast. They was both coming. They got jabbed up. And Reza Islam, through words, through explanations, through proof, logic, and using science, he basically destroyed their whole argument. And you know what they could say after that? They had their mouths open. He had an answer for everything. They couldn't deal with him. 
oh, well, we still in favor of the job. We still, you know, well, we still, yeah, but you didn't hear nothing he said. You didn't listen. So what was the sense in debating? That's why I said it's just evil to do that. Because, Pete, you're not going to change. Nine times, you're not going to change nobody's mind. People already come with their mind made up. So it becomes a waste of your mental energy. And that's evil to waste your mental energy. The most evilest thing you could do, one of the most evil things, plenty of evil things you could do that are irrational, illogical. But the most evil thing you could do in this life is waste your mental energy on people who are not able to receive it. Y'all follow what I'm saying? To waste your mental energy on people who cannot receive it is evil. It is evil to the masses who want it. It's evil to the masses who need it. You see, who you can be putting energy into that you can actually grow versus the people who you can't. They've already made their mind up. Let them alone in their life. Let them live their life how they want to live it till they can't live no more. That's the level they at. So and to you know encroach on that is evil. Because you're putting something in their face or you're showing them something they can never be. You're trying to get them to raise to a a mindset to raise to a level of thinking that they'll never be able to do. And you'd be a fool to try and get them to do that. But let me go ahead and read these questions before we get out of here. Why are there evil people in the world? Simply because evil people and good people in the third dimensional realm, they make the world go round. You need positive and negative polarity in the three-dimensional realm because it, because that's how the mental power of the upper dimension splits. Remember I said it splits when it gets down to the third dimension. It splits in two. It splits into the polarity of positive and negative because that is like an engine that helps to move this world along. You see, that is a, you know, those are, uh, you know, polarities that help to move this, you know, move this world along. Same way when you got a car battery and you have the positive charge and the negative charge in the car battery, that those charges are what help move the car along. So you need good people and bad people in the three-dimensional realm, unfortunately, to move this world along. They, they, they're required. They're necessary. And one of the main reasons they're necessary is so that we as the necessary people, not good, not bad, but the necessary, we build above and beyond them in our thinking. So that's why they're necessary in our, on our level. What is the reason for evil, misunderstandings? People who cannot handle logic and rational thinking, cannot cope with logical and rational thinking, then use emotion to deal with that. And emotion produces evil. Emotion produces evil if it is not in alignment in the right places. Like I said, it's one thing to feel sad when you lose someone, to feel a loss. It's one thing to, you know, be happy when you're accomplishing a child. When those things are in alignment, that's fine. That's not even really emotional. That's logical. That registers as logical. You're doing things based in logic. It's not really emotion when you show those, you know, those um, emotions or energy, I should say, toward those certain things that take place in your life that require that. But when you're doing it out of whack, that becomes emotional. Am I making myself clear? Who were the original evil people? Black people. Earthbound black people were the original evil people, the ones who were disconnected from the fourth dimension. When they started to realize that they had no connection to anything higher, then they just basically became low-level people, ground-level people. And once the humans were created from them, they carried that same spirit into them. Can evil be destroyed? No. Just like good can't be destroyed in the three-dimensional realm. Is good and evil necessary in the 3D world? Yes, it is. Very much so, but not in the fourth. 
because at the fourth is a level, a greater level of understanding and comprehension of what good and evil was and why we don't need it as we ascend it to the higher states. But that's it. We're going to close out in the name of Amen by the power of Amen. And Amen we trust and Amen we thank. And Amen we continue for it forever. I am the intellectual Nubian Menkari. This has been Mental Egg Radio. See you guys back here tomorrow night at 10. And, oh, also 7.30 Mesoamerican Radio. Good night.
hear the truth. Every time I step in the booth, I speak the truth. Y'all know what I'm bringing to you. I bring the truth. Motherfuckers know who I be. I be the truth. When I speak, they'll set you free. Nigga, the truth. Every time I step in the booth, I speak the truth. Y'all know what I'm bringing to you. I bring the truth. Motherfuckers know who I be. I be the truth. When I speak, they'll set you free. Nigga, the truth. 